All right, y'all, good evening. We are back. It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, uh, back from a, I think, a well-deserved, I, well, I feel like it's well-deserved, a well-deserved content break. Uh, if you follow me on any of my other social media platforms, whether it be YouTube, the podcast, obviously on TikTok, you know, we ain't do nothing. Like, we observed. We won't sit here and tell you that we weren't observing the social media because what always happens, and I don't know why that always happens, that whenever, you know, I go, again, I'm, I'm being narcissistic, whenever I like say, oh, I'm not going to, I ain't going to really do nothing this week. I'm just going to chill and just enjoy the news. Not necessarily enjoy, but just take in the news. Everything happened. Like everything happened. Like, you know, obviously we heard about Bronny James. We heard about, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell did his little freeze thing again. It always happens when, like, uh, but we're back, right? And I figure there's no no better way, right, to come back than to talk about COVID, which is always a very popular topic uh, here on this social media platform, especially with, again, even this week, right? Even this week, as I go away, uh, the other side is scaring people to think that we might be locking down again. Like, again, it always happens. Like, it's like clockwork. It happens through and through every time we get down here. So tonight, we're going to be talking about just what's going on with COVID right now. Obviously, you know, we're hoping to dispel any wild rumors uh, that you guys may have seen, read, or heard uh, coming from, you know, various, you know, creators and blogs and YouTube channels and whatever. We're hoping to be able to get all of those out of there. Um, oh, I forgot. Uh, it's uh, blocking my... Um, oh, let me see if I can turn my filter off. because I, I totally forgot I had my filter on, y'all. And when I got my filter, y'all can't say stuff like COVID and stuff like that. Let me uh, let me see if I took... See if I can take some of that stuff out. Um, oh, no, no, no. I, no I, I got that filter off. Oh, so for those who don't know, especially if you don't go live, if you go live a lot, uh, there's some filters, there's some words that you can put to make it so it don't come down, right? So someone might have said something like, I have Biden on here, um, vax, obviously a couple of you know, racial words uh, on there, some curse words on there. So someone must have been saying that. I apologize if you were saying that, but we ain't talking about that tonight. Let's talk about some COVID. So right now... We know cases are rising. So if this is your first time seeing me across your live feed or you don't follow me or not, um, we talked about this a few weeks ago, that this is when COVID starts doing what COVID does. Why? Because COVID has done this the last three years, right? Every year around this time frame, COVID numbers go up, hospitalizations go up. In fact, just um, I, I was looking at the CDC. Let's look at the CDC real quick just so we can get a... This week, as I record this, hospitalizations are up 20% from last week. I'm sorry, 18.8% because I don't want no one to get on me from last week. And hospital COVID-related deaths are up 17% from last week. And that number just has continued to rise. Like if I would have came to you about a month ago, like those, it was like five, it was, it was like five to 10% on hospitalizations and uh, in fact, it was like a 0% change in deaths from week to week. That was just a month ago. So, yes, COVID numbers are here. I think you're starting to see more and more people 
even though they try to not acknowledge it, you're seeing more and more people acknowledge, oh, like, yeah, COVID's coming around. More and more people are getting sick uh, from COVID. And, and again, it's just those two-step process, right? Not only are they getting sick, but they end up being hospitalized from uh, the COVID, right? That's always that step. And then that, that last step, which we don't want, is that they're dying from the COVID. So this is when the time numbers go, right? Now, from a percentage, because obviously stats and everything, percentage-wise, yes, the cases are going up. Yes, the cases are going up. Yes, the hospitalizations are going up. If we had to compare, snapshot compare from this year to last year, is the total number of cases higher this year than last year? No. Now, and that's a good thing. I would hope I would hope people would understand that that's a good thing that the total number of cases aren't as high, but it's the rate of cases. And we've obviously we've always been afraid about the rate of cases. But fortunately, I guess for now, we'll knock on wood, the total number of cases are not up, but the percentages are, especially when comparison week pass. So, yes, we are definitely dealing with our covid flare, just like when we talk about cold and flu season, covid season is still here. Summertime, COVID goes up. Wintertime, COVID, like COVID just goes up. So obviously we're leaning, we're, kids are getting back into school. I, I, so I know that fear, I know that concern. And more importantly, the way you know it's getting serious is that now these healthcare settings, right, which I have always been a proponent of, like y'all should have stayed masked up, is going back to masking. So the healthcare settings, the one that are, you know, at the highest risk of having the sickest patients are saying, hey, you know what? We need to go back to wearing masks. Now, again, you ask me, we should have never stopped wearing masks. But again, we're not here for that. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to Monday morning quarterback their decisions. They just did what they had to do. Right. They felt we were moving in the right direction, felt we didn't need the mask. So everyone took the mask off. And of course, now when you see these numbers go up, the first facilities that are going back to mask are the healthcare facilities, which I commend. Now, what you what we've seen, and I've already, and I, it was wild to see. There was rumors, and I'm I'm not even I don't I know I don't even I stopped checking to see which one of these, you know, anti-vax, you know, anti-COVID, you know, uh, you know, anti-COVID folks like started this stuff. But apparently, there was rumors that they were going to start a lockdown again. Let me tell you this. This country here, United States, America, where 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 or at least where I'm going live at, is never going to lock down again, especially due to COVID. Especially due to a COVID. Now again, there may be some other disease that pop its head up next year. And that's again, obviously, we're knocking on wood. We're not. We're praying that that don't happen. But when it talks about COVID, that's not going to happen. Why? And if the reason why is kind of. When we think about why we're having less total number of cases and total number of deaths in comparison, well, it's the fact that, hey, home tests are still available, even though obviously they're not free anymore. And this was something that I warned a lot of people once the federal emergency statutes kind of went away, that those same tests that you could just walk into Walgreens, CVS, grab and keep it moving, you were going to have to pay for now that there's COVID tests, obviously still there. Home tests are still there. Uh, treatment to try to avoid getting into the hospital is available. Obviously, you know me, vaccines are still available. So now that these things are available, 
we have a much better shot at protecting ourselves from the COVID numbers causing too much of a problem. So we, we do have we do have those barriers, and that's a good thing. That is a good thing. I I don't want us to be in a position that our, our pants are down our legs because we, we were not prepared for COVID. Like that's not the case. We got vaccines, we got boosters, you know, we got home test treatments, we have oral treatments that can prevent mild uh, cases. So we have that, right? That's a for that's fortunate for us. So of course, when you hear when you hear these people try to fear monger and scare you, say, "Oh my God, the 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 vax folks are trying to lock us down again." That again is just one of those again anti-vax rhetorics, uh, rhetorics that tries to scare us. Fortunately, we pay them no mind. Like we are again. I want you guys to follow. Again, you don't have to follow me, right? But there are a lot of content creators on here, some amazing content creators on TikTok, on YouTube, Facebook, Clubhouse, wherever, right? That will make sure that you are educated in the right way. They're going to make sure you are going to, uh, you know, uh, not like, you know, scream from the rooftop because you heard some terrible rumor about us locking that. Now, of course, now you see the title as U.S. hospitalizations rise, some places are bringing back mass mandates. Now, that right that i'm 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 behind and again i'm in a healthcare setting i know i'm biased i know i am biased so i know that when i say oh just wear a mask people are like oh well you do that for work all day like yes i know that but i'm i'm for going back to wearing masks when you go to Publix. uh i'm in south florida so that's a grocery store down here right grocery stores right i'm for when you're going out and about especially again it's, even if you're not thinking about yourself right even if you don't care about yourself, the fact that you could possibly give it to someone who can't protect themselves, those are the people who I'm who I think we should be wearing masks for. Like I'm not even thinking about the individual person anymore. I'm thinking about the person like, hey, let's protect the people who can't get vaccinated for lots of different reasons. Let's protect the people who um, you know, can't get the vaccines for lots of different reasons. Like, let's protect them. Right. Like there's a lot of people in that population that we should be looking out for. So if even if you say I'm not wearing a mask because I don't think COVID is real, there's other people who do believe COVID is real because, you know, they they live in reality who who would definitely be beneficial, uh, who would definitely benefit off you um, by wearing your mask. All right. So I'm I'm 100 percent for that. Um, so yeah. Oh, so let, let's get the questions. Let's get the questions. Um, yeah, I saw a couple of questions. Do I recommend getting the booster? Indeed, indeed. Like when whenever the new booster comes around, I'm going to be there. It's it's extremely important. And again, a lot of the cases that we're seeing, especially with these new rise in hospitalizations, new rise in deaths. Guess the people who are being affected. The people who are being affected. Majority of them, about sixty to seventy percent of the people, are people over sixty five. So again, our our elderly people who were were able were able to get through the the more significant waves of COVID, who got vaccinated, who were able to get boosted, are succumbing to these diseases. Why? Because again, they're the sickest, right? They're the weakest links per se, right, in terms of immunity. So again, seventy percent of the people who are being hospitalized, sixty five and older. Vaccinated or not, like we should be looking out for them. Like it just, I that makes common sense to me. Like we should be looking out for them in regards to trying to protect them because they're the ones ending up in a hospital. And it, this reminds me of when we talk about the flu 
And especially those of younger age who recognize that, hey, if I get the flu, yeah, I might be down for a couple of days, but I'll bounce back. They never think about, hey, grandma not going to really bounce back like that. Grandpa can't really bounce back like that. My little brother's sister can't really bounce back like that. They never really think about the others. So we're seeing this kind of play over again in regards to COVID. They're like, hey, I'm good. Like, I'm young. I can deal with it. But not thinking about the ones, especially on the 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 ends of the spectrum, especially from an age perspective, especially from a health perspective, who necessarily cannot. So let's let's look here. Let's get some questions. Yeah, y'all are live tonight. Like I say, y'all, I know y'all love uh, talking COVID on here. It's always some say to be honest, we need lockdown. Now again, Mac Mac uh, Mac. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. It says, uh, to be honest, we need lockdown. Again, theoretically, right? Theoretically speaking, yeah, sure. Right? And again, is it an extended lockdown? Eh. But we just, obviously, we, we operate in reality. This this country, I'm in the state of Florida, y'all. Uh, this country is not locking down nothing no more. They lost way too much money to be even thinking about locking down. So they locked down. And again, uh, and I'm on the side of, hey, you know what? When we locked down, we didn't have vaccines. We didn't have uh, the ability to get home tests so people could test at home, say, hey, you got COVID at home, stay at. We didn't have that ability to readily fight against this disease. We have that ability now. So again, I, I can I can see scientifically why they wouldn't want to lock down. Because, hey, Barry, why you want to lock down? We got vaccines. We got boosters, right? We got oral medications if they have mild disease, right? We got we can send them to home tests so they can test at home away from everybody. We have recommendations if they get sick, stay home for five to 10 days. We got those things. Why do I need to lock this thing down? So I can understand it. I can understand the practicality of not wanting to lock down. But I can tell you financially, it ain't never going to happen. Uh, that someone said it's a struggle to request my family mask up again. Yeah, no, and this uh, the penny penny just drops a great point. And, and again, once once people got used to not, because remember, we obviously in this country we didn't wear masks before. We weren't the mask wearing type of country. So when we were forced to wear the mask and lockdown and everything else, people kind of got used to it. But once those mandates went away, people were like, oh, thank you, I'm back to normal. So people are just like, hey, I'm back to normal. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm cool on that mask game. So it, it, it is tough, right? Because now sometimes, especially, you know, you, especially if you do travel or anything else and you, if you're one, you look around, and you're like, oh, I'm like probably one of the few people when I look who actually still has their mask on. So it becomes even more evident because less and less people are doing it versus, you know, other parts of the world where they're always wearing a mask. So it doesn't you don't even you actually more stand out when you're not wearing a mask over here. It's just uh, different. Uh, but, you know, appreciate you for. Continue to wear your mask to protect yourself and others. Let's see here. And Amy says that she has COVID. Uh, so so does her two daughters. Uh, and yeah, this variant. This variant. Um, and the variant that we mentioned, I talked about this on my YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Um, the EG5. EG5 right now. And I, what I know, I know, first of all, let me, let, me, let me preface this, right? I know, especially those on the anti-vax side, Whenever we talk about COVID seem to have the worst level of distrust for the CDC. But the second the CDC says, hey, stop eating salad from Chipotle, they want to boycott Chipotle left and right. So they pick and choose when Ch uh, CDC is like a, a authority in health. But the CDC keeps track of these variants right here. And 
there's a site. In fact, when I because I record this recording on our YouTube channel, it'll be up tomorrow. I'll put a link to the CDC's tracker, and you can see uh, about it looks like two months ago. Yeah, about two months ago, and it gives a nice little bar chart of what it looked like for the EG5, right, which is this variant that was just kind of bubbling versus how much it's grown. So the EG5 or Eris has accounted for up to about 20% of new cases of COVID. It's likely responsible for this surge on top of the other variants, but it's a big part of this surge that's occurring now. And from a severity standpoint, which at least, again, we're knocking on wood. Severity-wise, we're not seeing worse severity. Like, it's not as severe, a.k.a. like the Delta. And people who, like, like what does it mean by Delta? Like, if you don't, like, it's okay, right? It's just when, especially those in the healthcare field, when we think about COVID and we think about these COVID, you know, upticks, like, I can attach them to certain variants. So, like the one of the, the most deadliest variant that we encountered uh, was the Delta variant. Now it didn't have the sheer number of cases like Omicron did, but it was so deadly as far as just people who are dying from it. So fortunately, even with this um, variant EG5, it's not as severe, but it does have ways to kind of maneuver, even if you've gotten vaccinated and boosted. And for a lot of people, you probably haven't been vaccinated for almost like a year or so. Uh, and so that's why new boosters are on the way to try to catch back up just to make sure we, we get we get a, a handle on this. So um, definitely we are going to send our all of our thoughts and health uh, prayers for Naomi and her family and anyone who's gotten COVID, um, you know, recently or any of their family members uh, have gotten it. Um, and yeah, she said that it started as a sinus infection. Oh yeah, it's it's so funny. Um, so funny the amount of patients who I'm diagnosing now, especially in the rehab center, because I did a video a couple weeks ago where we talked about some of the symptoms. Like some of the symptoms were like I got a head cold, I got a sore throat, I got this and I got that, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Go check them for COVID, right? Like before. We were like, oh, if you're short of breath, you're this, you're that, your fever's, now you're checking for COVID. Now, if you got even cold-like symptoms, I'm going to make sure you don't have COVID because of the way it's kind of presenting. So it is presenting um, differently in a, a few people uh, from that standpoint there. Uh, yep, starting to hit the schools. Yeah, and, and again, we would expect it to hit the schools because this is, you know, obviously the kids are back. Right. And kids definitely aren't masking. Right. They weren't really masking. The kids definitely aren't masking. And when we think about just the percentage of kids who got the boosters. Right. That's even lower. Right. So. So which means that even if they got vaccinated, you know, from the OG vaccination, those who got the boosters are even less. Right. Which means it's been even further away. Right. Since they gotten you know, any type of additional protection, which is why you're seeing more of these cases kind of pick up uh, than the other. Um, some says spreading fear helps. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, so, oh, someone asked me what we're trying to scare people. CDC drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like I said, we, we love our anti-vaxxers, right? Because they, we love because they can't help but to show themselves uh, from the standpoint there. Let's see. Uh, someone says not the flu. Yeah, so when you whenever you see people say uh, such BS, it's a flu. One that lets you know that they're not very educated. It just lets you know they're not very educated. Whenever you see someone try to compare COVID and the flu, 
Because if you just looked at a sheer numbers game on the number of cases of people who've gotten COVID in the past three years versus the number of cases of people who've gotten the flu in the past 20, right? If you just if you just compare those numbers, you'd be like, oh yeah, this is definitely not the same. If we did the same thing with deaths, deaths in the past three years versus deaths in the past 20 for the flu, again, we would know very very quickly it's not the same. So whenever you see people say it, um, you know, we just don't pay them mind. Uh, when will the boosters be available? So they're looking like late fall is what most of the articles are going after. Um, even though I think I saw Moderna's trying to, I think Moderna trying to push theirs up a little bit early because, you know, try to get the money. I ain't, I ain't mad at them. Uh, but look at like late fall is when uh, they'll have boosters available. What's Someone said my county's up 36%, uh, even with no mandated reporting, have five months case and claiming today. Yeah, no, no, it's tough, right? That's I think that's the tough thing, right? Appreciate the rules, appreciate the hearts. That's like the numbers are there, right? Like people who were flat out denied, and they do this every time. When COVID numbers are flat, they start telling you, like I told y'all, y'all was over-exaggerating everything. And the second COVID numbers run back up, they, they got no choice but to say, Okay. All right. Like, yeah. Like I was listening to, um, the Joe Budden podcast, uh, very fun podcast. And, but unfortunately, like a couple of them, you could tell, uh, one's definitely anti-vax, right? One's definitely anti-vax. Uh, and the rest of them got vaccinated, but I think the anti-vaxxer has like poisoned their mind now. So now they're very skeptical of the vaccine, which is hilarious, right? Cause th- it's just irony. So even now they're having to say like, Hey, COVID's back y'all. COVID is back, right? Because they see the numbers, right? Because again, you'd have to be blind not to see the numbers. So it's it just one of those things where uh, until it's right in your face, you will deny, deny, deny. That's what anti-vaxxers do. Even though we show them the numbers, show them the data, they're just going to keep denying, denying. So that's why we don't really talk to them. We don't really talk to them because they're not actually looking for an education. They're looking for an argument. And you know, there's there's a lot more people who want to be educated on the newest uh, booster, um, the newest there. There's a lot of people who want to be educated, so you don't necessarily have to argue with people who just really don't uh, from the standpoint. Let's see here. Yep, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people saying they got, they just recently got COVID. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, let me, we'll highlight uh, Mr. Chantel, then we'll block. Um, Chantel says, this is just BS. This is just, he's the same person who said the, COVID flu, same thing. Uh, this is it's just a way for big pharma to make money. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, right? So again, th- when, you, when you have people like this who you can, t- you can tell them like, hey, t- 18% rise in hospitalization from last week. 18% rise in deaths from last week. They hear those numbers. They hear it. They watch TV too, like just like I watch TV. They watch it. So they see everyone saying like, hey, and then they want to tell you that this is some big plot for big pharma, right? The the boogeyman, big pharma, right? To make all of this money, right? It's it's always this like this scrupulous big plot that only they seem to know. Like everyone else is oblivious to big pharma's uh, game plan except them, right? Oh, it's always always the funniest. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> Let's see. Let's we'll go. We'll go to the next one. We'll go to the next one. Um, yeah. No. Oh, hey, Armando. Oh, we we seen you plenty. Um, Says so, yeah. Caused so much anxiety. Yeah. No. I think that's what's so tough about. I think that's what's so tough about when when the variant starts doing the rise because again, just like clockwork, 
Variants go up, cases go up, hospitalizations go up. All of a sudden, now the news like puts the camera back on COVID because for a while, especially after the uh, emergency um, authorization went away and everything else and the money went away, the news cameras kind of went away and said like, all right, we're going to not really focus on COVID right now. But of course, now that the from a media standpoint, it makes it makes financial sense to talk about COVID again. Now everyone's kind of talking about COVID, which again kind of drives the anxiety up, right? So and it's again stay strong, right? We've been here, right? We've been this is again we're year three coming around. We've been through this wave. We we understand what's what's happening now. We just and we know how to protect ourselves. And we are better equipped at protecting ourselves, right? We can we can get vaccinated, we can get boosted, we can wear masks, we can stay away from people as much as as possible, right? I know people work, people do I know life happens. Right. But we can protect ourselves as much as we can. So knowing that, like that should kind of try to come. But it's not going to zero it out. But understand that we do have a lot more uh, weapons at our disposal to protect people. Right. So shout out to that. Oh, shout out for the lightning bolts. Uh, Much appreciated here. Uh, Oh, you know, and and I want to I want to highlight this because this is actually a good point. Roscoe says. COVID is up, but the flu just disappeared. So right right now, we're not necessarily in cold and flu season. So that's why you're not seeing flu cases rise. But one of the things that happened, especially when COVID first came around, is that because COVID spread so quickly in comparison to flu, which is why we never, there's no point to compare it to flu, because it spread so quickly in comparison to flu and can spread to more people in comparison to the flu. Like I have uh, one of my good followers, Neighborhood Virologist. You should search him on TikTok and follow him. Uh, he talks about this, This there's a number, right? Again, we're not going to scientific this thing out, but he talks about the fact that if you have COVID, you have the ability to maybe infect let's say eight people, we'll just make it easy numbers. But if you have the flu, you may only be able to infect one or two people. So when you think about the fact that four times more people will get infected by COVID if I'm sick and I give everybody COVID versus just the one person, then you can kind of understand just how it spreads so quickly and just how more people will be like, oh, everyone has a COVID, but what happens to the flu? So And that's what exactly happened where... Like that, and that occurred, right? And then another thing that happened because we are wearing the 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 especially most people are wearing like the cloth mask. The cloth mask does a very good job at kind of spread, stopping, and slowing. Not um, let me let me say slowing because I already know, I already know how the anti-vaxxers do, right? Because they want to like hop on one word and they'll ride that one word for like two years. Right. Slowing the spread down with the cloth mask does a better job with the flu than does COVID. So less less people got the flu because everyone was wearing masks up as well, too. So that's why you're seeing that combination of COVID cases rising and nobody really talking about the flu. But when COVID and flu season come up, which is, again, about well, about two months, um, you, you'll see those. You'll see the talk happen for the flu again. Let's see here. Someone said, yep, they're working in places they don't even. Yeah, no, it's tough. It is tough, tough. Uh, <laughs> everybody said lock it down. We can't lock it down. Trust me, they, they won't let us. They will not let us, even if they tried. Yes, Jason, a couple schools were closed in South Texas. Oh, yeah, I saw I saw that. I saw... Oh, my glasses always do this whenever I go live. Um, I saw that, that people were talking about... Like, I saw a couple schools in Texas... A couple schools in Texas say, hey, you know what? We got to slow this thing down. We got to slow this thing down because the cases are running up. 
the score. And again, it's one of those things where the the biggest issue with COVID obviously was the amount of people who can get it. And, you know, the deaths are because of the amount of people who can get it, which means you have more people who could die from it. But the fact that it spread so quickly that it can overwhelm a small town very quickly, very quickly. So, again, you see 20 percent, 18 percent cases rise in the past week. Again, we have the capacity to deal with it, but there may be some towns that can't deal with an 18 percent increase in cases. There's some towns that cannot deal with an 18% increases in cases in one whole week. And knowing that the following week, those more cases are going to pile up. So a lot of times to slow it down, again, you're not necessarily locking down. You're saying, hey, everyone, don't come here. And that's, again, that's our way of social distancing and keeping people away long enough for like this current wave to kind of slow down and then to bring the kids back, which is likely the scenario that's going to be happening with the school uh, over there in Texas. Let's see. Uh, oh, so Emerald, this is a great question, right? So Emerald asks, um, if my area is considered low, should I be concerned? So, um, and we, we, this is an issue that we kind of discussed probably like a year or so ago, because what happened is that the CDC has reclassified what is a hot area, medium area, low risk area. And what happens is they they change their equation, which, you know, whatever, right? But they change their equation, and a lot of their equation was based on how many people tested, tested positive, and then end up in the hospital. So, of course, when you had, you know, the hospitalizations low, you know, that was a good thing for you. But now that you're seeing these rise in hospital cases, now you're seeing these rise in areas that used to be low be medium um, or medium and be high. So when, when you say an area is low, they're more looking at the fact that, hey, based on the burden of people there, um, our hospitals can handle everyone who's got COVID. So it's not to say that like everyone's not getting COVID. It's just that those who are getting COVID um, aren't ending up hospitalized and aren't overwhelming the area that you reside in which typically happens in a lot of, obviously, if you live in a city where you have more people, more hospitals, right? You can absorb more versus a small town in Texas that really can't absorb that amount of people um, getting sick at the same time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Someone said we should be locking up those responsible. <laughs> we can't lock nobody up, bro. We can't lock nobody up. <laughs> oh, natural immunity is okay. Oh, man. You know, so far... We've been talking about COVID for so long that there's, there be, I got to look because I, I got a great video for this as well, too. But like this is the example I give when people talk about natural immunity. Right. One, I like what I don't know what that means. I don't really know what natural immunity means. Right. But let's 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 give the example. Right. I always give the example of HIV. Right. Like if I told you. Right. Hey, you know what? Person has HIV. You know, you probably don't want to have unprotected sex with them, right? You say natural immunity is king. What you're saying is that, no, 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 I can get that virus and my body's own natural reaction is going to be able to fight that virus. We all know that that is not the case, right? We all know that is not the case. But for some reason, when we talk about COVID, a lot of people were like, no, 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 no. I'm okay getting COVID. Like I'll deal with the COVID because, you know, I, you know, I eat sea moss and whatever, Right. And, and no, no sly at the CMOS folks. But like they say, oh, my body is good enough that I can fight against the COVID if I get attacked. Why would you? And I always ask, why do you want the disease? 
You shouldn't want the disease and hope that your body is strong enough to fight against said disease. That's 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 not the that's not the type of prevention we like to um, encounter, right? Like the goal is to try to not get it at all, right? And try to find any way to prevent you from getting it at all. Not say, hey, body, get the disease because we're strong enough. And then you'll deal with it because you got natural immunity and, you know, you eat, you know, your sea moss and your magnesium and whatever natural immunity. Like, so, yeah, no, no, we, we never go with natural immunity. That's we just want, we want to prevent. We don't want you guys to get it and have to fight it off, especially because, again, just do a search. Just do a search right now, you know, get off the live and do a search for long COVID. There's a lot of people here who got COVID who are still here. And one year, two year, sometimes three years later, are still dealing with the effects of COVID. That's that's their their natural immunity was there. That's what the natural immunity said. Hey, I'm gonna fight COVID long enough so you can stay alive. But guess what? Now you have to deal with every other thing and every issue associated with it. Like hey, like I kept you alive. Natural immunity, I kept you there, right? So that's that's why I try to like get people away from natural immunity because. One, like, let's let's just protect ourselves from getting it completely. Like, let, let's do what we can there and, and then hope that our body is strong enough if we happen to ha get it to, to fight it off and not deal with any of the sequelae that occurs after COVID is gone. Because, again, there's a long, again, just search long COVID. There's a lot of people here who still have to deal with COVID to this day. Right. Still are living with the effects of COVID to this day, even though they weren't one of those people who um, who unfortunately died from COVID. It's extremely tough. Um, are they still paying hospitals money for positives? Oh, oh that's a good question. Um, oh, yeah, this was this was this was a this was a big anti-vax thing, too. Right. Because they, they always felt that. And I'm not, again, it was, it was funny uh, that hospitals were being incentivized to you know, diagnose patients with COVID uh, for extra money or incentivized to have patients who die from COVID. Like for some reason, like there is this anti-vaxxer thought that like hospitals were actually making money if you either got hospitalized for or death. Let me show you. Hospitals make money the second you touch the building. The second you touch the building with a cold, Right, you get admitted. Hospitals make money. When you have a heart attack, hospitals make money. When you got pneumonia, hospitals make money. When you break a bone and the surgeon has to fix you, hospitals make money. So I'm not sure why they think that COVID is in this illustrious category that the hospitals could be making money. Now, are hospitals making extra money because you happen to be COVID positive? No. Right, I can assure you, hospitals don't want you to come to the hospital. Right. If you have COVID, they don't they don't want to say, oh, let's get all the COVID. They don't want that. Right. They don't want sick people. They don't want sick people. Right. And they don't get incentivized for it. What I think got misconstrued, especially from a lot of anti-vaxxers, is that because COVID was such a new disease, like there wasn't a way to clap. Like, hey, they're like, what is this disease here? So uh, the federal government saying, hey, you know what? Because this is a new disease that we're all learning together. Even if the patient is insured or more importantly, uninsured, we will help cover your costs. So let's so when when you see people try to say, are the hospitals making money from the covid? What they're saying is, is that, hey, I know those uninsured patients, right, that, you know, couldn't get any costs. The government was paying for them. We should look at that because that's a bad thing. No, it was only a strictly an issue of, hey, 
If you are uninsured, you get COVID, you don't have to worry, right? Because the, the, the government's going to pay for your bills, right? Like that was, that was the issue uh, at hand. It was never this, you know, you know, maniacal thing of like, hey, let's, let's, let's get everyone here. And let's, even if they come in with a broken bone, we're going to say they have COVID just so we can get uh, extra money. Right, it was, yeah, I, I just couldn't, I, I've never understood why y'all get that. That is just very weird to me. <laughs> All right, yes, mask up again. Uh, hospitals, hospitals, hospitals make, hospitals always make bank. I don't know what, again, I, again, I can assure you, I can assure you. In fact, and we'll, we'll just do a quick financial lesson, right, from a, from a hospital standpoint. A hospital makes more money if you go to the hospital for a broken hip then you get for, you know, getting pneumonia, right? From anything, but we'll include COVID. Broken hip, pneumonia, they want the broken hip. Guess, what's, guess what was happening when COVID was doing COVID thing? They stopped all of the elective surgeries. So the surgeries or the, the procedures that the hospital was really making bank on, they stopped, Right, because they had to take care of all of the pneumonia patients. So again, if you ask a hospital, would you rather deal with the broken hips or the COVID pneumonias? They're gonna tell you the broken hips 10 times out of 10, right? So no, again, I can assure you the hospitals weren't being greedy and trying to diagnose everyone with COVID just so they can get a little bit extra money. Like, no, they'd rather have the broken hip. Again, obviously I know y'all not really here for like, you know, business and hospital stuff, but like it's it like this is this is how like us content creators when we hear and hear the stuff from the anti-vaxxers, that is how we be processing. Like you can tell these folks don't know nothing. They don't know nothing, so they want to blame everything else, right? Because again, they have this distrust of government, distrust of big pharma, distrust of health. They don't trust. I don't know who y'all trust, honestly. But like I said, if the CDC told y'all stop eating salads right now from Chipotle, y'all wouldn't touch a salad, right? So they, it just picks and choose like when the CDC is someone y'all want to follow. And, and that's why we don't really uh, pay y'all no mind. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, COVID money. Everyone was getting COVID money. Uh, hospitals did get more money during COVID. No, they didn't get more money. They just got paid for... COVID. Uh, and there was no incentives, right? And again, the whole incentive is about deaths because again, as a, I'm a hospital physician. So I was the one who had to fill out the death certificates. There was no checks being written, right? Because I said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to write COVID for you. So send that check. Like, like, cause one, I don't know who would be paying the check. Like, I don't, it just, it just, it just never, it just never, <laughs> it never knew anything. <laughs> Let's see here. We got people. We got people thinking that this is a, an election related reason. And again, the, again, this is just one of those things where, from an education standpoint, so if I told you that for the past three years since COVID, during July, August, September, COVID cases go up, right? Then it wouldn't make no sense for you to think that the election is why the COVID cases are going up. No, this is when they go up. This is because if you just look at the numbers again, I trust your, I follow your own sources. But if you just look at the numbers, COVID cases typically go up, you know, July, August, September, because they've done that for the past three years, every single time, especially with school and everything else. 
Nah, I'm from that standpoint. Uh, someone says, well, the hospital is charged 20 for a bottle when you can get that same. Ah, that, see, now that's a whole nother. See, this is a, Justin says, why do hospitals charge 20 for a bottle of Advil when I can get the same in pharmacy? That's a whole nother discussion um, as far as just hospitals like supercharging you. But they do that. But like I said, they've been, they were doing that before COVID. Um, and it's the reason why like your hospitals will charge that. But when they send that bill to Humana or Cigna or Aetna, Aetna be like, hey, yeah, I'm cool with you. I see you're going to charge me 24 that Advil. Uh, I'm not paying that, right? So it's just one of those things where like they upcharge like crazy because insurance companies, again, like I said, I know y'all don't hear for this, but insurance companies uh, will be like, yeah, that's cool that you want to send us a bill for 10000 Here's 1500 right? So that, that's, that's typically why you see these huge crazy bills right because they know that the the insurance company is going to chop all that down uh, when the final bill gets to them which is why when i talk to my uninsured patients i tell them hey first first of all get taken care of right now right get taken care of right now and then when they send you that bill you go talk to the financial office and say hey i want an itemized bill Right, and I want to. I want you to tell me why you about to charge me twenty dollars for this Advil, and they'll mark it down quick, fast, in a hurry. Right, but that's that's my that's my talk for the, um, that's my talk for the uh my, my unvaccinated folks uh, in that regards. Uh, let's see here. Yep, someone said I started masking up again. I appreciate that. I uh, appreciate you, Kaylin. Kaylin said, thank you for spreading accurate information. We need more of this. Almost oh, definitely. And like I said, and I'm just one of many. Right, one of my uh, one of my favorite. Um, content creators on here, neighborhood virologist, uh, Dr. Rubin, Laughter and Light. Um, there's a few others, right? Who just like they they fight the good fight, um, really educating as much as they can to try to get you as the the most factual information because that's what's really important. Um, here, oh, uh, Dr. Eric is another one. He's very funny. Um, yeah, he's very funny. Uh, he's definitely another person you should follow as well too. Um, yep, shout out to the COVID. Oh, I see, I see my N95 mask going. Uh, oh, someone said, Where did, <laughs> where did monkeypox go? Monkeypox is still here. It's, it's just one of those things where, again, when we talk about when we talk about media, when we talk about healthcare, right now the camera is off of monkeypox. Now, again, people are still getting monkeypox cases already at the rate that we were getting them when monkeypox, monkey, monkeypox, monkeypox first touched down. No. Um, but people are still getting it. Like there was an outbreak, I think like a month or so ago, I think in like the, I think Illinois or Indiana area, it's still there. It's just, you know, it's one, again, we got, va- we, one, we got vaccines for it. Um, and two, you know, people, people are wiping down like crazy. Like if you, you go to a gym right now, every, like I know for a fact, the gyms got to be going through a hundred percent more of that detergent or whatever cleaning solution that they use than they used to before, because Everyone wiped down everything. Like before you go in the gym, people are like sometimes wipe, sometimes want to wipe. Nah, they wipe in before, they wipe in after. Um, especially because monkeypox, you can physically see some issues uh, versus what you can't do for what we call it. Oh, we got more people telling us about how we code. Um, stay up right there. <laughs> Election distraction. Uh, yeah, too funny. Let's see here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The anti-vaxxers are funny. Uh, I'm seeing a couple people saying that this is the election variant. That's a good one. The election variant. Uh, someone asked the uh, thoughts on the nasal uh, spray. Yeah. So again, right now, obviously, from a from a boosting perspective, uh, a protection standpoint, obviously, you have vaccines. 
Um, and there's some people who get who don't want to get vaccinated, who don't want to, you know, get an injection. Um, so now there are definitely working on different formularies to try to, you know, get the medication in your system to try to prevent it. Nasal has always been one because you know, obviously we know we have a flu uh, nasal spray as well that can kind of help assist with that. So it's just going to be another option. Um, I'm not. Sure, I doubt there you'll see like head to head like nasal versus like injectable. Uh, but it'll just be a, once it goes down, it'll be another option for people who who want to be protected uh, one way, uh, shape, or form. Yeah, that's oh, that's oh, yeah. Someone said oh, now one person says master work and give a source explanation as to why. Yeah, no, because because that's the thing. When when you hear, especially from anti-vaxxers, right? They speak, they speak in such absolutes that if the mass, right, don't especially, and I'm assuming they're talking about the the, the cloth mask. If the mask don't 100% protect you, right, from either getting COVID, spreading COVID, decrease, like if it don't 100% protect you from that, they say it don't work. They say for them, they'd rather throw it all away, right? They'd rather throw it away. Oh, if it don't 100% protect me, throw it all away, right? Again, like for example, like if you had a condom, right, does a condom 100% protect you from, you know, getting an STD, getting pregnant or anything? No, it don't 100% protect you. But it does a very good job, right? But in their eyes, since it don't 100% protect you from doing it, it don't work at all, right? Like that's how they operate in regards to, that's the, that's the standard that they operate when we talk about math. So whenever you hear someone say masks don't work, that's the standard that they're operating at. Like, oh, if they don't 100% protect me from getting this, it does not work. Get that thing out of here. And so again, those are people you're just like, okay, uh, no, <laughs> those are people we, we don't pay any mind to. Uh, so it said, is there will be a new booster coming into the fall? New booster will be here in the fall. Let's see. Point. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm at the make that community works better. Say peace with AIDS and Hep C. Yeah, yeah. Like no, that's that's what's so funny, right? Again, they again. I, I say if natural immunity works better, get HIV. Right? Get HIV. Let let me know how your body works for you. And of course, you know they they usually don't have an answer uh, for that. Hospitals have instituted shadow beds. <sighs> y'all, y'all are too funny. Y'all are too. Let me. Let's again. We gotta. Like I said, I like to highlight them because right because when when one person says something like this, you know there's a gang of people behind them who actually believe it. This person believes that hospitals have shadow beds, right? To say, hey, just say beds two through five have COVID. So they can bill somebody, I'm assuming the government later, right, for it, right? Like that is what like that is what's happening here. Or oh, like so it's 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 a weird thing. Uh it's a weird thing to me when you think about, you know, this aspect of the links that they think hospitals will go to to try to make money, right, on behalf of COVID. Um, but again, what whatever, what can you do? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see here. So someone says so ignore Fauci. Oh, they brought up Fauci. Oh, I haven't heard that name in a while. Y'all haven't. Uh, I'm so glad when Fauci retired because then y'all didn't have a person. Because I know Fauci for the anti-vaxxers. Fauci used to be y'all like big joker. Like y'all used to love. To, y'all talked about Fauci more than I've ever heard talk about Fauci. Right. I've, and mind you, I'm an internal medicine physician. And for those who don't know, in internal medicine, we have this book called Harrison, which is kind of like our it's like our internal medicine 
like Bible, right? And again, obviously we don't know, you know, but like that's how it is. And guess who is one of the main editors of the Eternal Medicine Bible and who's been that for like a decade plus? Fauci, right? Like this guy is on such a different level when it comes to clinicians and physicians, but like the general public will have y'all thinking that Fauci is some like, you know, um, you know, uh, plant from the government who don't really know nothing, who lies. Like that's what, you know, the general public and of course that one administration with the indicted president, former president, um, and, you know, currently double indicted, double impeached, whatever, right? Like that guy, um, he had y'all thinking that Fauci was just like this regular physician, but when the us on this side know that Fauci is like that guy, like, and he's been that guy for a very long time, right? But I'm glad he retired. So y'all, y'all don't have to, you know, uh, talk about him as much as y'all do. <laughs> Uh, oh, someone says my husband is an active duty military. They're mandatory masking. Oh yeah, and one thing, one thing about the military, military don't never play that, right? When when it came to when the vaccines were available, the military said, "Hey, get vaccinated or get out." And there was a, I saw there was a lot of fake uproar about it, but a lot of people got vaccinated, right? Because at the end of the day, um, you are going to get vaccinated just like you got vaccinated for, you know, typhoid and all these other things that you get vaccinated for. But a lot of those anti-vaxxers who are in the military were making all these like stupid TikToks, like they weren't going to get like, oh, I'm going to make a stand and not get vaccinated. And military told them, get vaccinated or get out. And a lot of people like tighten up because that, that's what that's what you do in the military. Yeah, the military does not play that. Because again, remember, like imagine, 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 right? If you're in the military, you're you know, again, you're in a base, right? And you got one person who has the ability to affect the whole base, right? Because they spread to eight people, those eight people spread to sixty four. Like imagine that, right? So yeah, no, the military does not play that uh, for sure. <laughs> let's see, let's see here. Oh, this is too funny. Yeah, no, no, this will be so. Yeah, so. Uh, let me see. I know they have issues. Uh, heart issues. No, no, they're not. Um, whenever you hear, whenever I see people say like weird statements, I would just uh, on my channel we say sources. We're a big, we're a big aspect of sources. Like where you're, like bring your sources out when you say stuff like there's an increased rise in heart cases, increased rise in this, increased rise in that. Right? Like it's 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 too wild. That's <laughs> yeah, too funny, right? All right. Let's see. Let's see here. All right. So it looks like we don't have too much, you know, just more anti-vaxxer talk. Right. So, again, I appreciate y'all. Like I said, um, we do this every Thursday evenings, usually about 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I know whenever we talk about COVID, it becomes very lively. Uh, it becomes a lot of, you know, and, and I apologize for those who are watching. Right. Especially because typically my comments and, and mine, like these are nothing. Right. Like I, my regular videos get filled with comments like this anyway. So I don't want y'all to be discouraged. Um, yes, cases are going up. Yes, hospitalizations are going up. So right now, the best way to protect yourself is, you know, wear your mask. Get back to wearing your mask and don't worry about the lockdown talk. That's not happening. We are not locking down. I can assure you, right? I don't, I don't want to promise you, but I can assure you uh, we are not going to lock down. But we got to just protect ourselves, especially, especially while this variant is doing what this variant is doing. So wear your mask. You know, try to avoid people as much as you can. If you start feeling ill, start feeling sick, even if it feels like a regular head cold, right? Get tested for COVID. And, you know, go to your local pharmacy if you can. Get tested for COVID because it is 
presenting differently than it's presented in the past. So you may not get the shortness of breath, fevers, or diarrhea. You may not get those things. You may just get like sore throat or some things like that. And then boom, now you got COVID, right? So y'all be blessed. Remember, we record this uh, episode on our YouTube page. So it'll be on our YouTube page tomorrow. Like, follow, share, and I appreciate y'all. Y'all be blessed. Y'all have a great night.